Welcome to Abide's Daily Christian Meditations. I'm Tyler. Today's meditation is sponsored by FaithfulCounseling.com, where you can get mental, emotional, and spiritual help from a therapist who shares your Christian values. Go to FaithfulCounseling.com slash Abide and receive 10% off your first month. Remember, you can have full access to all our meditations commercial-free. Just head to the App Store and download Abide. Now, Find your place of peace as we meditate and abide in Christ. Hi, I'm Tyler Boss, and I'm excited to introduce you to some of the main players in the Christmas story in this Abide presentation of the Voices of the Nativity. Together, we will experience the joy and the wonder of Christ's advent here on earth as we hear from some familiar and maybe not so familiar figures as they witnessed that glorious event of more than 2,000 years ago. All is calm. But sometimes, calm comes before a storm. As I sit on the grass, I can feel a growing chill in the air. The smell of the animals fades with the strength of the breeze. Shadows blanket the nearby forest. Clouds cover the stars. Some of the sheep are getting uneasy. So I pick up my rod. I grip it firmly and rise to my feet, standing at the ready. Then I turned to the trees with a wary eye. I listened closely for any howling of dogs, predators. But it's hard to discern such a sound amidst the howling of the wind. Then I hear something, though not a howl. Something is moving. But I can't tell precisely where. The darkness is blinding. My eyes dart back and forth, detecting nothing. Perhaps it's all in my head. I could simply be paranoid. And my anxiety certainly isn't going to help my flock retain their composure. I can't stand being the only one awake in the middle of the night. All the other shepherds are asleep entrusted me with keeping everything safe. I have the watch. But I don't want to be the boy who cries wolf. I think back to another time, farther in my youth, when I was first handed a staff and left with a flock. Green pastures became my dwelling place more than any tent or structure. And this kind of life has given me plenty of time to sit and ponder. You see, years ago, I was trained for this type of work by my older brother. In our culture, being a shepherd is for the youngest of the family. You could say that it's the humblest of responsibilities. The job that no one wants to have. And I suppose that's because, well, to be a shepherd is to be abased. 
It is to condescend, to stoop low beneath oneself in order to serve a creature that cannot help itself on its own. To protect a vulnerable being that is prone to wander, that does not see the hidden dangers. It is to lay down one's life for this creature. And that is the sort of servant leadership, the sort of sacrifice, the sort of humility that most people don't want anything to do with. But I'm used to it. I'm not accustomed to the regard of society, or to the regard of anyone for that matter. I just do my job, and I try to remind myself that King David was a shepherd. And that goes a pretty long way. He knew this life better than anyone, overshadowed by seven brothers, eschewed by his own father, fighting off a bear and a lion in order to defend his flock. He's my role model, my hero. He's the greatest shepherd who ever lived. And you know what else? The prophets declared that the Messiah will come from the line of David. That's the king of all kings. The one who will come to lead all of us out of this desert. The prophet Ezekiel proclaimed the word of the Lord to be this. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. And that gives me hope. Hope that God sees what the kings of this world don't understand. That he knows that being a ruler is about more than conquering land and vanquishing the enemy. It's about finding the lost sheep, the ones that have gone astray, and bringing them home. Wait, wait. Maybe that's it. That just might explain the rustling in the trees. I realize that I need to do a head count on our flock. You see, these are not my sheep, nor are they my family's. I now work in the service of the temple, raising unblemished lambs to be sacrificed unto God. This field is near Bethlehem, the city of David. Sure enough, my head count has fallen one short. One of the lambs must have wandered off while I was preparing food earlier. Now that must be the sound I've been hearing in the forest. So I walk over to the tents and wake up one of the other shepherds, and I tell him to keep watch while I go fetch the wayfarer in the woods. Then, as I proceed to grab a torch and prepare it with oil so I can search by firelight, I take notice of a change in my surroundings. I can already see. Much of the landscape is now visible. As I make my way toward the forest, I look up to find that the clouds have parted, and a brilliant glow of pure white is shimmering through the black of outer space. Could it be a star? I've never seen anything like it. 
It's so bright that I don't even need a torch to guide me through the overshadowing trees. After I venture into the forest, I hear the leaves rustling again. I look in the direction of the sound, but see nothing. Then I hear it again, but in the opposite direction. So I turn round, and there it is. My poor little lamb. Oh, I'm so glad he's safe. He could have easily been overtaken by predators before I could react across the field, before I'd even known what was going on. Just then, the lamb decides he wants to go exploring again. But no, 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 no. That's enough adventuring without me for one night. I use my staff to prevent the sheep from heading down the wrong path. There's a hook at the top that can wrap around them, a gradual U-shape designed in such a way to handle either the small lamb or the larger sheep. I employ it gently, so as not to harm the lamb. Then I get down, on my knees. I reach out and softly touch him, slowly bringing him towards me. Ensuring that he can tell who I am. That I'm not a threat. I am his guardian. Then I tenderly take the lamb into my arms. And hold him closely to my chest. And now, now he grows calm. Because now... He can hear my heart. After a moment, I stand and carry the lamb back to the field. Once I reach the edge of the forest, I notice once again the brightness of the extraordinary star. Uh, but this time, it doesn't seem to be in quite the same place as it was when I first entered the woods. Is my mind playing tricks on me? I'm absolutely certain it was not that far east when I last looked. I don't know. This is turning out to be a strange night. I've had to recover a lost sheep, but there's no sign of predators in the area. I was sure it was going to be pouring rain by now, but now there isn't a cloud to be seen. And there's a glaring beacon in the sky that came out of nowhere, and it's illuminating the whole town of Bethlehem. Ah. I think I need some sleep. What? What was that? Something is still moving in the forest. Is it possible I'm tired enough to have miscounted sheep? Next they'll be saying that counting them actually puts you to sleep. This is ridiculous. There's no way I overlooked a missing lamb. I won't believe it. I had one job. Starlight is remarkable, but there are still too many shadows in the trees. I can't tell what's back there. Whoa. That came on quickly. Oh, no. At this point, I'm done hesitating. I'm going to wake up the others. Oh! Oh, it's... 
It's an angel. It, the, the light. It, it's almost blinding. It, it's shining from all over. Like, like the glory of God is everywhere. All the other shepherds are watching from behind me. They're as awestruck as I. None of us can move. None of us can speak. Just sheer terror. And the horrifying thought that, that this must be the end. But then the angel speaks and says, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings. Good tidings? Good tidings of, of great joy, he says, which shall be to all people. All people. Then he says, For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior. A Savior. Who is Christ, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you, he says. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. Wait, we will find him? That means we need to go looking for him. The angel said the city of David. He's here. He's in Bethlehem. I, I, I turn to my fellow shepherds. I want to see if they will join me. <gasps> but what my eyes behold when I turn round is a host of angels. They gleam with all the radiance and splendor of the divine, touching the horizon, bridging the invisible realm to the reach of my longing gaze. It's real. <laughs> the fledgling hopes that I've believed in, the distant dreams to which my faith has been clinging, they're real. And as I survey the multitude, the praises to God begin to ring out. The heavenly begins to sing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, good will toward men. Let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem to see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. Let's go now. The star, it stopped moving. This is it. I'd know that smell anywhere. <laughs> 
This is the place of my childhood, where I was taught how to be a shepherd. It's a barn, a place for the animals. I look at the young husband and wife, and they just stare back at me, wondering if I pose a threat. I know how they feel. So I say to them, do not be afraid. An angel told us we would find you here. Is this him? Is, is this the savior? The child, he's lying where the animals are fed. And, and he's wrapped in the same cloths that I use for my lambs, so that they will be without spot or blemish. A perfect sacrifice. I look again at the child's parents, and I hesitate to ask. May I... May I hold him? They hesitate and return to give approval. But then they nod yes. So then I get down on my knees. I reach out and softly touch him. Then I tenderly take him into my arms and I hold him. I hold him closely to my chest. Thank you for joining in Abide's Voices of the Nativity. May you truly know Jesus, Yeshua, as the Messiah this Christmas, the Son of God, the light of humanity. Come, all of you faithful. Come adore him. Until the next time, may you abide in Christ. <laughs>